different styles of games. Um, but I thought we got off the great starts, both games against Old Dominion and App State. And and then, you know, things are a little bit different after that. You know, the, the story was the same. Uh, Old Dominion, we had to, um, you know, deal with them, different lineups and adversity and, and guys stepped in and 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 made plays. And, and then similar to that against App State, you know, I thought the first half, I thought we played exceptionally well, um, really well, offensively and defensively. And then the second half, um, we just had we had tired legs and they looked faster than us. And we had to dig in and be able to how to how to figure it out. They tied the game under three minutes to go. And um, we had the ball and, you know, credit some guys making plays. Julian Wooden made a huge shot and got some good stops. But, um, you know, you got to win games of different styles of ways, uh, different different styles right now and then and, and find a way. And, and we're forced to do it the past weekend. And hopefully that continues. All right, we'll start with Dave Rigger. Coach, just talk about your defense. Obviously, that's been key during this stretch. But but what I guess what what things have changed since maybe early in the season to what you guys are doing right now? Well, we've we've shown glimpses of you know all throughout the year. Um if you look at our team, maybe the first month of the season, you know, we were good defensively, but we were tremendous at turning teams over and enforcing a high amount of turnovers. That led to a lot of our offense. You know, we were scoring a lot of points based off our defense. And um you know, here lately, you know, the games aren't as fast-paced. You know, teams are running longer things on offense and 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 not, you know, kind of putting themselves in that situation. But I think uh, lately here we've been more disciplined on defense. It's probably the biggest thing, and and um, and understanding um, sometimes our mistakes can can create other baskets for other other teams. And um, if we're sound and disciplined, that we can try to eliminate those. Talk about Julian a little bit and just how he's stayed ready. And whenever his number's been asked this year, he's stepped up. He shot a high percentage the entire season, over 50%, around 50% from three. But he really had a big weekend, hit some huge shots for you. But what does it say about him um, to stay ready like he's been throughout the entire year? And, and is this kind of the best stretch of basketball he's played since you've had him? Well, I mean, Julian, you know, he's had really good games and good moments in the three years I've been here. Um you know, it, 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 different different times. He's had different roles on the team, and 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 different things asked of him. And 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 really, you know, to give him the the, the most credit, he's his attitude's never wavered this year. He's he stayed ready. Um, we we put him in different situations, and and now he's kind of getting some you know a lot more minutes at our center or five position. And you know, he is extremely tough matchup when he's at that position because um, he can drive it, shoot it, pass it. He can post up as well, but um, when he brings other bigs away from the basket, it, de- it definitely causes a lot of problems. And, and you know, he's made shots, but also made plays. I mean, this past weekend, I think his three-point shot kind of stood out, but he's made other plays as well, and I think he's a tough matchup when he's at the five. And, and one one more thing for me is just it seems like guys are just doing winning plays right now. It doesn't really matter – if they're scoring or shooting well, I mean, talk during the homestand didn't shoot well, but did everything else well. Noah didn't make a shot this past week, but he had 10 rebounds to help affect the game. Are you seeing more of that from your guys, more unselfishness of just, just we just want to win now? Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of guys that are on my roster have done, you know, a lot of individual things. And, you know, whether it's good games or individual accolades and and everybody's bought into to making winning plays. Now, you know, understanding that and then understanding, like, you know, does somebody want to be the leading scorer and somebody want to shoot the most shots? I'm sure deep down they all do. But 
we also understand the, the value in sacrifice and understanding that you're going to have to sacrifice certain things that you want in order for us to win. And you're going to have to do those things you described earlier, whether it's rebound and defense, assist, you know, um, you know, it could be guarding the other team's best player, like like whatever these things are. Um, I think lately we've had a lot of guys accept that challenge and want that on them. And, and, and they've been okay with not taking the most shots. All right, next we'll go to Noah Fleischman. If everybody else can, again, queue up in the chat for questions. I know you touched on it last week a little bit, but I guess based on what Julian did this weekend, how, you know, pivotal or I guess, you know, how much of an impact does it make on your team to have a guy like Kim and Mezzi, you know, be able to do so much from kind of where they are on the court? Yeah, I mean, you know, not having Alonzo out there, you know, we we have to play different. Um, you know, Alonzo's our starting center. And, you know, he's a good offensive player. He can rebound. He, he, you know, played a lot of basketball, was on a regular season championship team at Texas State as a starting center. So we know what he brings. And so when he's not there, there's a huge void for other guys. And they don't have to be like Alonzo, but but they can do different things, you know, that, that you know, kind of, you know, kind of fits into their skill set. So that's what Julian's done. You know, Mezzi's kind of done it all year. Um, Mezzi's kind of just been our most versatile guy, whether it's defense, offensively. But um, you're, you're seeing Julian's versatility now that he has to play multiple positions. Is that what can separate a team at this point in the year? You know, when you're missing a kind of key piece like that, you can have someone step up rather than if another team were to have that, maybe, you know, they drop in production at that spot. Well, I mean, you know, the other team's not going to allow you to, to postpone the game or, or feel bad for you when you don't have somebody in there. And, um. You know, it's everybody uses the phrase next man up. And that's not like something we say, but it's something you have to do. And, you know, it's it's a different challenge. It's a different game and, and different guys are going to have different things thrown upon them. And um, in league play, we've dealt with a lot of it, um, but but we haven't let it stop us. And we, we, we haven't let you know, use this excuse. And if somebody's out, we, we expect that that person who's going to take their place in that game to be able to perform at a high level. Thank you. Our next up is Colby Reese from Breeze TV. Hey, Coach. Um, I was just wondering, obviously, a lot of momentum right now with the team, but what are some of the areas that you still think that need improving as the season goes on? Yeah, I think one, you know, a couple of big things we're working on. Um, you know, we we didn't finish out the game defensively uh, the way we wanted to against Appalachian State. And I mentioned I thought our legs were tired and, and that's because, you know, we're a little short on numbers compared to what we normally were. Um, but we got to be able to compensate, you know, for something like that when that happens again. Um, you know, we're also trying to figure out, you know, in these tight possession games, you know, you know what to do, um, you know, when th certain things are going against you. You know, I watched a game the other day and a team went on a six-minute scoring drought. And, you know, what happens when that's us and it's two minutes and three minutes? So, um the, the biggest thing I can tell you we're working on right now is a lot of situational basketball, um, whether it's situations on defense, situations on offense, and just trying to be best prepared for any of those situations that might come up in, in, in the rest of the season. And obviously um, a lot of momentum right now, winning four in a row and kind of picking up a lot of momentum. How would you say the team can carry that for the rest of the season and kind of not drop off as you want to be playing the best basketball you can near the end? Well, I mean, we don't think of it in terms of, you know, we're worried about dropping off. And, 
you know, no matter what it, what it was, whether winning or losing, we're always constantly talking about trying to get better every day. And that's not changing. You know, we're trying to get better every day and, 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 and try to improve on certain areas and, and until the conclusion of our season. So our philosophy hasn't changed. Um, whether we won a couple of games or lost a couple of games or anything like that, we're just, our mindset is come to practice, get better, you know, prepare better, you know, keep learning, keep improving and keep working. And, and that's going to keep on staying all the way through. Thanks coach. Mm-hmm. And we'll go to Jackson up there with the breeze. Hey coach, you know, it's a, it's going to be a big week for you guys, big road trip, but I think especially for you personally, going back to Statesboro is going to be big for you. As you reflect on your time with the Eagles and sort of your departure, you know, what are kind of just your, you know, your thoughts about going back to Georgia after all these years? Yeah, I mean, I really didn't think about it when it came up here. You know, truthfully, I think I even said that. And then it is different when we go down there and, you know, play in a building that I was a head coach at for seven years. And and I don't think it'll be, you know, a feeling of nostalgia or anything like that because I'll, I'll try to focus on just – the job at hand and that's trying to get our team to, to beat a really good team, a difficult building. Um, but if I looking back at my years at, at Georgia Southern, I mean, uh, we accomplished a lot and, you know, it was a program that uh, was historically losing um, for a number of years and um, got really good players and great staff to come in and help build that program up and, and compete for championships and, 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 and win a bunch of games and make some memories and, you know, I never, you know, um, when I was there, you know, and same things here, I'm JMU. I, I never want to cheat the school that I'm working at one day. Um, you know, I'm going to give every single thing I have um, all the time to try to, you know, help that program, help those players, help that team. And I did the same thing at Georgia Southern that I'm doing here at James Madison. And, and um, you know, then after that, you know, when it's, when it's time to leave or it's time to do something else, it's you know, it, it, it's just, you know, sometimes um, an inevitable thing or a natural thing. So enjoy my time there. Great people, um, great university. And um, when I left there, I never thought I'd be in the same league with them. You know, that, that, that's, that, that's one thing, you know, I left there to come to the CAA and thinking the Sun Belt was, was nice, but I've never played in that, that league again, coaching that league again. And, and here I am. So the world's funny sometimes. You mentioned how kind of when you left, you know, it was just kind of a natural thing where it just it felt like time to move on. Do you feel like there's still any hard feelings between you and some of the folks over at Georgia Southern? Well, not not between me, um, you know, uh, and and I really, you know, I got a lot of really good friends down there. And um, and like I said, I gave every single thing I had for them um, for the seven years there and and you know, didn't cheat them one minute of, of, of my time there and then worked really hard and, and did what I could for them. I, I thought I took the program to, um, you know, a, a very, very good level. And, and it was time to turn that over to somebody else and Brian Berg's doing a good job. And, and I, I was always anxious about a different challenge at a different place. And Jamie, you fit me perfectly for that. You know, I think just kind of the nature of college athletics are still there. I've heard from, you know, there still might be some fans out there that might be a little mad at you for leaving. Do you have any thoughts or just sort of anything to say to, say to those fans? Uh, there's nothing I can say, though. If, if they're mad at me for leaving, there's nothing I can say to them. All right. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. All right, we'll go to the last couple to Shane Mitland. Yeah. <clears throat> um, 
it's, it's almost ironic Tyree kind of like had trouble getting into a rhythm the past couple of years with his injuries and getting a late start with things. And then it seems like here recently he's had the opportunity because of some other injuries to play more minutes. And are we kind of starting to see what you expected him to be when you brought him in here? Yeah, I mean, Tyree's had as, as much adversity, you know, as anybody I've really seen in the, in the last year and a half. And, um, you know, he's on the other side of it. He's kept a good attitude. He's kept working. And he's been vital to this team. Um, you know, with the, what he does, you know, sometimes it's going to show up in stats and sometimes it's not going to show up in stats. And, you know, he's one of our best defensive players. He can rebound. He can do a lot of different things. He's, he's you know, extremely versatile. And, um to see him out there kind of playing injury free and, and, and kind of just, you know, playing fast and using his instincts. It's great for me to see. And I'm sure it's fun for him too. to, to um, not be inhibited and, and to get out there and play and, and to be unrestricted. And, you know, I don't know if at North Dakota, he was, you know, just not called upon to shoot from the outside a lot, or that, is that an aspect of his game that's just to improve care a lot recently? Well, you know, give Tyree the credit. He's worked really hard on it. And, you know, he's a guy who's known for other things. But if you leave him open, you know, he, he can make threes. And um, he made a huge one against Old Dominion um, in, in that game. And he, he's made big ones throughout the year. And I got confidence in him shooting it because he's put in the work. And and I think he's got confidence in himself because he's put in the work. So I don't know if he was as good a shooter at his previous school. Um, but I know he's put a lot of work in here to, to, to improve himself at shooting here. Yeah. And, um, you know, talking about the big one at ODU, you guys got over the weekends, several right there in front of your bench in that corner that were, were, were huge shots. And I, I'm sure after you make a few at ODU that had to be on the scouting reported app and you still got, well, ended up kind of being the game winner for Julian there. Is that just execution on your part? Um, do you have guys that like to shoot from the corner? Like, how did that kind of turn out that way? Yeah, I mean, you know, corner threes give you spacing. And, um, you know, corner threes really help out when, when you got your center out there shooting them because it makes spacing even better. So, um, you know, it, it, it's something that you watch in NBA games where um, the corner three is is vital. And it's something that we emphasize, you know, because it gives us spacing. So, most of the time when we're running good offense, there should be a guy in both corners or at least the opposite corner um, to help us spacing. And, and our guys give them more credit where I thought they found the open guys better the last two games. Um, we had high assist totals the last two, and I thought we really passed the ball well. Thank you. All right, one last one to Dave Rigert, and we'll wrap it up. Hey, Coach, talk about your matchup with Georgia Southern. Um, they've dropped four in a row and six out of seven. They kind of struggle right now. They had a long road trip as well. Coastal's in kind of the same boat, losing five straight. So two pretty desperate teams um, trying to win some games here this week at home. Talk about the challenge this week in your matchup with Georgia Southern. Yeah, I mean, the difficult part is, um, you know, to beat a team twice. And it's even harder when you try to beat a team twice and the second one is on the road. And you got to go to their home, home arena and, and, and try to beat them for the second time. Uh, you know, Georgia Southern ran into what a lot of teams do. I mean, you look at their schedule. They had four really difficult road games, and um, they had a rival game in there and then Old Dominion and, like, a lot of, like, difficult places to play. And that's not easy. It, it's not easy to get those wins. And, 
uh, you know, coastal. Um, you can't even really, I haven't really looked at them um, besides when we played them. So um, that'll be my, my full attention as soon as the Georgia Southern game's over with. But win on the road is going to be difficult, and, and we know it. Uh, I thought we've handled ourselves well on the road. I've been proud of the way we approach road games, and we're going to need that and then some. Um, we know they're going to be difficult games, difficult challenges, and and we we better be at our best. Um, if we're not at our best, then then we know what could happen in both these games.